Yeah. Who's your favorite president? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Really? Oh, <laughs> you know, he, he, he maybe, talked maybe about it's Franklin speaking softly and carrying a big stick. Who was that? Teddy. That was Teddy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what he meant with about stick, right? <laughs> yes, I do. He, he, uh, that's, that's a weapon. Hmm. Someone so, called that. Yeah, like carrying around a weapon. Mm-hmm. And I'm packing right now. Well, what are you what are you packing in? Because you're you're carrying around a big stick. A big stick. In a in an allegiance holster, right? Oh, of course. So, because that's that's what he meant. Yeah. If you're gonna, oh, yeah. You don't talk a lot, but you know you carry around a big stick. Yes. So check out the uh, allegiance holsters mankini, and also get yourself a first aid kit. Because if you're not a everyday carry guy with a gun you should be an everyday yeah. carry person with a first aid kit yep and you, you get them there yeah. at com. check out code tnw10 go ahead jordan yeah i'm just saying if you're into big stick diplomacy <laughs> yeah what you carry your stick in an allegiance holster that's right yeah. you know yeah until it's time to take it out and use it yeah exactly yeah and uh check out tyler and vanessa's Website, CompassionateViking.com. You'll find all the things from Tyler's uh, Tyler's podcast, which is awesome, to all their homesteading activities they're doing, which is absolutely fascinating. And then next summer, they will have their forest school again, I assume. And then finally, my own Training Northwest, um, where you can uh, you won't find any more classes on the website because it's October now. And so until January, you won't see a public schedule, but if you want to schedule a private session, that's available. You can contact me at trainingnorthwest at protonmail.com. And we are also a dealer of Vortex Optics. And if you're local here in Snohomish County, Washington, and you buy a Vortex Optic from us, you get a free range session to get zeroed and run a few drills through your new glass because part of our commitment to your readiness is that we don't want you buying a new optic, setting it on the shelf next to your rifle because or your pistol because you can't zero it. And anything in their catalog we can get. So uh, modern rifle season opens up here in about two weeks. So if you need a spotting scope, binoculars, deer rifle scope, etc. Even if it's not in stock on the website right now, just shoot me an email or a phone call, and uh, we can get it on the way for you. And that website is trainingnorthwestllc.com. Jordan, what did we talk about today? Time. <laughs> talked, about, <laughs> talked about a lot of time. Yeah. And how, son of a bitch, right? Mike, why did you make us do this? <laughs> <laughs> this is actually one of my favorite conversations we've had. Yeah. Uh Intellectual pursuit is one of my hobbies. Um, time's always something I'm fascinated by. And to be honest, I like when someone's like, we're in the weeds, it's a little boring. I like to be in the thick of the Vietnamese jungle yeah. in about 1965. To be deep in the bush. Yeah. And it's, uh, no, it's something you can't even wrap your head around and then go deeper. And it's like, let's learn how to deep sea dive with holding our breath. And that's kind of what this is, but through thought and time is exactly what this is all about. Just one subject and it goes everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Things right. get a little heady with the uh, Neanderthals here. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Good luck. Enjoy the show. Order of time. Too many books. Limited like, room for information starts to blow like out. Carlos. And Carlos Ravelli. Yeah. Ravelli. And who wrote now? Richard Mueller, Richard okay. A. Mueller, to be specific. I enjoyed now more. It's very, 
it's less ethereal and philosophy and kind of more practical science and physics. Yeah, I feel like the order of time did not draw any conclusions. Yeah, it did. Did it? We know nothing. <laughs> I know. <it> like, <laughs> the conclusion is that we have not gained anything since we started this book. Not only gained, but we don't have the yeah. words yet to fully describe what exactly. we understand of time. Or the, yeah, the dimension. And we wasted a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Reading these. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We are live. Not on the mats. We're sitting outside because it's a fucking beautiful day on October 1st. And we just got done with some elk tacos in the sun, so we didn't want to go inside. So we pulled out an extension cord and all the podcast equipment, and we're sitting outside at Electric North. And we are here today to talk about two books. Mike, what are our books? Because these were your choices, and it took a long goddamn time for <laughs> Jordan and I to struggle through these. Uh, two books. Uh, one is Now by Richard Muller, and the second one is The Order of Time by Car. Carlo or Carlos Rovelli? I think Carlo. Carlos. Carlos. Oh, Carlo. He's Carlo. Italian. They, they, you know, they're superior. They don't put the S on the end. Is he oh. Italian or South American? I thought he was Italian. Italian. I thought he was South American. Carlo Ravioli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Oh uh, shit. Lead us into it, Mike, because I'm. I, I felt like a fish out of water, even though I was good at math and uh, science in high school, and I took uh, a year of physics and a couple years of chemistry, and two years of calculus, I still felt like I was way into the deep end on this. Uh, all right. How did... Let's see. What's the best way to approach this? I would like to talk about the book now, and then we'll get into order of time, okay. because they kind of play off of each other. And like you said, you took some basic physics classes and enjoyed maybe science in school yeah. and have a decent understanding well, of it. Well, I thought that the Einsteinian, Einsteinian physics were fascinating with, you know, as you approach the speed of light, uh, time changes relative to mm -hmm. you and other objects and other living beings. And that kind of blew my mind. And then also just the thing I liked about chemistry and physics in high school is that it explained how everything worked. Yeah. So we would, you know what I mean? Like I can explain to you, why a bullet's trajectory is the same at 50 yards and 200 yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I understand all these concepts. And uh, when I was racing mountain bikes, I think one of the ways I got really good at it is I started thinking about it in terms of vectors because it's all about track. Like, everything you do on a mountain bike when you're racing downhill is about maintaining traction and control. And so in order to do that, it helps to understand that there's a 90-degree vector of gravity accelerating you toward the earth, and then you're creating velocity or acceleration or deceleration force in, in, yeah, yeah. in a direction. And then as, every time you change direction, you're creating a little bit of centripetal force and managing all those forces to keep traction through your tires. To me, that, that, that was what uh, sort of lifted my skill level to where I got to where I was a, a pretty competent racer. Yeah, in physics term, you'd be learning mechanical efficiency with your body and the bikes yes. working yeah. as one. And yeah. yeah, and there's a lot to, of translation with that mechanical efficiency to jujitsu. Where you're, yeah. try, you know what I mean. The first, the hardest lesson you learn as a white belt is to relax. Yeah. Because you're fighting too hard and you're tensing all your muscles, and it's actually the same when you first start downhill mountain biking. Is all your core muscles that provide balance and stability are all firing all at once because you're on this foreign object going down a bumpy trail, like threatening pitch, you know. And so, in order to stay on top of it, 
your body's natural reaction is to just tense everything and try to like force the balance. And jujitsu is mm-hmm. the same way when you're a white belt, you're trying to tense everything and just fight everything off all at once. And at some point you learn to relax and become more efficient. Yeah. 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 That's why, you know, guys with no tanks that have been doing it forever can roll with the best of them for a yeah. long time. Cause you know, you, you learn to use gravity and where to apply the most or where to apply pressure to get the most yield for and, your effort. And lever arms, like yeah. using your opponent's body, like knowing the different uh, fulcrums mm-hmm. yeah. and, and using their body as a lever arm. That That's another one of those like mind-blown mind moments mm-hmm. when you, you kind of level up a little bit. Yeah. And that's on why I enjoy the idea about time so much is a little because it is abstract. The f- way that we can describe... Um, Gravity and using it to our advantage in grappling and being heavy and lazy at the same time. Or if I have to use physical force, it's easier to, if a body's in motion, to apply pressure and increase the, increase the speed of that motion rather than having someone that's based out and at rest because you're going to have to take all this weight to overcome the friction, the, the, the yeah. weight, all the initials of moving that object. Yeah. But So a lot of physical law can be explained through just our understanding and applied to uh, the sports we do or just normal life. But the idea of time is a very ethereal and abstract concept. We have time in our mind of it's five o'clock in the evening. It's, you know, and that means dinner. Or if I put uh, a cup of water on the stove on high, the time is going to be maybe three minutes before it starts to boil. Yeah. So we have our understanding of time, but then it's like, okay, well, what is time? What is this thing that you're measuring? What is time, this concept of now, right, that we are living how do you measure the now from the past or the now from the future? What is this elementary particle, this thing that we base so much of structure, so much of our lives, of science? What is the understanding of time when you really break it down? Yeah, and the other thing that, that I like to think about, it's a little more philosophical, is does time exist if there aren't conscious beings? The observer because, effect, yeah. Exactly, because if there's nobody conscious of the passage of time, does time exist? Or is it, is yeah. it, is it a is it a effect of consciousness? Well, and that's just, that's, what is it? If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, mm-hmm. does it make a sound? It emits waves, but nothing translates But if nothing's sound, right? even there to observe it, like, d- does a rock observe it? Doesn't another tree observe it? But if they don't have consciousness, does it even happen? Yeah. Right. If something can't observe it. And this is that's where time really becomes a factor in comparison to other things Yeah, is the observer effect in time. But let's uh, I mean, this is going everywhere. So let's start with the basics. Michael brought notes of now. Yeah. Some of this stuff you have to. Mm -hmm. It's too big. And then he got high. (laughs) (laughs) Then we burned the notes. (laughs) Rolled them in a joint and smoked them now. Uh, No. Uh all right, so why does time exist? I think is like so. What is time? If we're asking what is this thing, well, why it's does it exist? And I, I do think that time does not exist without. No, I mean in the universe, not in, in our world. It's a measurement, but why does it exist in the to exist? Why does it exist? Exist? I don't think it has a purpose. I think it's a uh, side effect of consciousness. Mm. 
because consciousness is aware of the passage of time. But then, so how does consciousness, but you need to have space yeah. for consciousness. Correct. Right? But, but space and time, there's space time, but so I, are you, they mutually, I, I think they're exclusive too. But that's the point, or right? Or that's another question. No, no, no. That's, can there be time if there's no space? That is the point, is that time space are so closely interwoven that the two cannot exist with each other. Jordan, Jordan's, I, Jordan's I think I see you burns. staring at the yeah. sun, literally. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> but hang on. Do you, do you no. think space, I think space can exist without time. Doesn't work that way. Why? Because for, and this gets more into like the Ravelli of multiple points of space having different potentials until you bring them back sure. together. They have their different reference frames or whatever. And so, and it could be different, right? Right. But I, I still think space. That's all based off speed. Okay. So, but then, so <laughs> when you, when no. you bring those points. Sort no. Of. It sort of is. And it's sort of like, it's the, the, the change in time based on your relative velocity is the same principle. It slows. No, time time slows comparatively to that that's why I was saying like As you accelerate. Yeah. So yes. like if you're if you're down at the sea level and you're up in a mountain, time is moving well, no, that, slower at okay. the at the <laughs> well, top no, no, of the mountain, no, no, right? No. We'll get there. We'll get Hang there. On. No, you're talking about the same concept, but so time actually according to Einsteinian theories. Time is more dense near a large gravitational or a large mm -hmm. mass object. So mm -hmm. the closer you are to the center of the Earth, the more gravitational effect there is. So it's time almost like slows time slows down. Yes, That's it, what falling is, yeah. is you're falling down into slower time. Yeah. Right? And that's why... Because well, gravity is pulling time. Yeah. But gravity is time. When you have a breakdown... Yes. Of, so that's as why you get... stronger, it's almost like time, time So you you just built your own case, but yeah, that's yeah. why time and space have to exist. Okay. To have gravitational waves, you have to have a space for that gravitational wave to flow through. In doing so... And it can't flow without time because otherwise it would be in the same place. Exactly. Gravity. Right? So this is gravity. So... To create space, right? So this is perfect. This leads into it. To create space, you have to create more time if you create space. And if you create more time, you have to create space. So, and this is something we kind of see with something called the Hubble constant, which is the idea that galaxies are expanding. And we don't really have a reason for why. But as time space continues to grow, the space between everything gets vaster. And it doesn't really mean you're getting ripped apart. It means there's more space constantly being created, but then time is also constantly created. And we have a measurement to determine this in LIGO, right? The um, gravitational wave detector, yeah. right? In like 2016 or 17, we witnessed two black holes merging, yeah. right? And there is a thing called a blip, which is you, you're detecting the gravitational waves until they merged together and it's one point and now you don't have two gravitational forces affecting each other when you had this blip you expanded time the measurement of understanding these waves it was one one thousandth of a millisecond but what that was was hundreds and thousands of miles of time like the trap speed or the distance light could travel in that time that much more space was just created Great, yeah. so what we're seeing is time and space have an inner Woven was connection. it created or was it released from it? Because it just it, it no, but that's what it is. It's a blip. Is it 
no, created it, or expanded. It expanded. just exists. It doesn't not start from a begin like a fire starts as smoldering and then grows into a huge flame. Mm-hmm. That's not how this works. It happens instantly. That time space, these things just exist into existence. Yeah, it's called a blip. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a blip, dude. The oh, Goodyear man. blip. But um, yeah, so. That's kind of the idea that time and space are so intricately woven, right, that you cannot create one without the other. So then, okay, so now we get into... Agree to disagree. Yeah, I, no, I'm, consciousness. I, 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 don't, I don't actually have, like, a strong opinion because it all makes it all kind of well, makes sense. And the way I dumbed it down when I was reading through it, like, just from my own understanding, was that gravity or mass also compresses time so that as you get close yeah. to a massive object... Time actually compresses, and it takes you more time to travel through shorter space because the time is more dense. So and so yeah. that that's that black hole, I, like the the movie with Matthew McConaughey. Um, oh, uh, in all right, all Interstellar. All right. All right. Yeah, in Inter- oh. Interstellar, he travels into that black hole, and he's only in there for like a couple minutes, and mm-hmm. then he comes home, and his daughter's an old woman. Yeah, right. And so that that's the idea: is that as you pass nearer that massive object. Gravity is condensing time as well, just yeah. like gravity will crush you. Like if we went to a planet that had 20 times the gravity of Earth, yeah. our skeleton would collapse and we'd be smushed into a ball. Well, time is also being compressed by gravity or by mass, however you want to look at it. And the closer you get to a massive object, the more time, like the longer it takes you to get through time because it's more dense, which is that experiment. I can't remember the name of the experiment where they took the the really delicate watches up in an aircraft mm-hmm. at like 30,000 feet mm-hmm. and noted a, like one, again, we're talking about fractions of a second that the, the difference between what passed at sea level and what passed at 30,000 feet over, uh, was like a five hour flight in reference frame at sea level. Yeah. So. Well, that's perspective once again, yeah. or, you know, relativity. Yeah. It depends on what you're witnessing the event happen. Right. So, all right, so I mean, this—that's the fun part about this to me—is that just talking about one thing. What is time? How many side conversations do you have? Because it's like your observation or what you think time. How many, is. How many side conversations have you had about this, Jordan? <laughs> so many, dude. Yeah. <laughs> With so many philosophers and scientists. And- uh, okay, so with this, what we're seeing is like this fourth dimension of time space, right? So why does it always seem like time flows from the past to the present to the future? Because maybe consciousness is two-dimensional. Consciousness is two-dimensional. Like, think about our five... Like, we have five antennas. We have uh, our five senses. Mm -hmm. But sight... What Jesus Christ? Sight, sense, smell, feel, touch, hearing... Or, well, I guess... Taste. 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 Smell. Smell. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. Uh, it's our own science. This is a science podcast. Did we list them? We got them. We got them. Yeah. Anyway. Sight. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Taste. Maybe we just lack a sense to experience the true dimension of time. But that's your brain. That you know is I mean? a sense. Is our, understanding time. Our, our eyes, is our eyes are capable of three dimensions. Yeah. I would say hearing is one-dimensional almost. It just has a vector into your ear. You can kind of tell, like, through the velocity of the sound wave, like, which yeah, direction it's, it's coming, coming from. from. There's a small mm-hmm. delay. But hearing's almost one-dimensional. Touch is one-dimensional. Taste is one-dimensional. Smell is one-dimensional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our eyes are three-dimensional, and that's the most we have. But time so, is 
multi, right? It's present, past, and future, and you can think about that. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if we had a way to experience the fourth dimension, like a a sixth sense. Maybe that's what the sixth sense is, is an ability to experience the fourth dimension. Yeah, but we do that daily. You think about what you're going to do tomorrow, and you remember the past of yesterday. Really only one dimension. also understanding what you're doing currently. You're talking about podcasting now. You're thinking you have to go to work tomorrow, and you remember the inner tubing ride you took on the river yesterday. I was not thinking about work. (laughs) I was thinking about sunshine, this cold Mexican lager. But that's now. won an award at some world beer fest. That I provided. But that was then. That I provided to <laughs> yeah. this team. Yeah. That was then. Yeah, that was past. In whose frame? Uh, yours. <laughs> well, this is happening in the past compared to our listeners listening, right? Yeah. Absolutely. But to them, to them but it's I'm, happening but now. now. But <laughs> now I'm thinking about <laughs> Tell me. They're We're listening. watching your mind yeah. get blown. You guys, you guys are listening right now, but we recorded this in the past. Yeah. yeah. We recorded then. So you know what's funny is we're living somebody else's past right now. Oh, Think about yeah, that yeah. one. Pass that doobie. Thank you, marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever hear Liam Neeson jokes? Uh-uh. No. So Liam like Neeson. Chuck Norris jokes. Oh, yeah, but he famously has like a big cock, oh. and there's all these. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Isn't that what you guys say about me? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel. I feel famously like <laughs> has a big cock. No, there's Liam Neeson jokes, and it's about his big cock. And there's one I love. It kind of it's like a time travel thing. And it's like Liam Neeson's cock is so big it'll fuck you tomorrow, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's perfect. You break down the fourth wall, man. Yeah, that's we say that about Jordan sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Hi. Mike. All right, so this is uh, this is eighth grade level science. I know, right? Uh, So why does time flow? Why does it progress? Why is there an arrow? Why does it seem like time constantly goes in one direction? Because on like a mathematical level, or you break it down into the quantum level, does it flow though, or is because isn't part of the theory that all time, all points in space time exist at all times? It's us who's it's us or our consciousness who's actually passing from point to point to point to point, and that yeah, all you're these, witnessing it exactly. But your so, physical so okay. So somewhere out there, imagine right where we're sitting right now, two hundred years ago, and this was forest. Let's say some dude came walking through with his bow and arrow hunting for uh, deer. Mm-hmm. Like, does that point? It's it's a point in time in this space. So does that space-time point still exist out there in the universe somewhere? Mm-hmm. And maybe we're just passing. Yeah. I, I kind of wonder if that's not what ghosts are. Is yeah, when consciousness. It is an event that... Okay, hang on. Wait. This, <laughs> this is, see, but that's Ravelli. All right? Okay. So don't... Mike believes the, in ghosts. To get into the complex, you have to get to the basics, right? So why does time... And can that guy hunting deer fuck you today and tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> if his name's Le- well, a Chief Neesom. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm still getting it every day, damn it. Uh, no, so why does time flow in one direction? Mathematically, right, and on the quantum state, you can write formulas where it balances f- from present to future and from future back to past, right? Like... Two plus two is four, I've right? I've said the same thing for But years. you write that backwards, four equals two plus two, right? Correct. So mathematically and written, it can go back and forth. But the existence of what you live, time only goes one direction. And you can explain it through the cer- second law of thermodynamics, right? Hot always goes to cold. You can never take something cold and make something hot with it, right? And this yes. is entropy. 
right? Yep. This is where this book now really starts to take off. Jordan, and go ahead and give the folks a definition of entropy. <laughs> entropy. Uh, where things get hot yeah. and then they're cold. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You guys are talking we, about my we, junk again. Fucking <laughs> entropy. When when Tobin learned that word entropy. I learned that shit in high we, school. We, we it got went, brought up all the time. Oh, dude, we, we went to a little speaking engagement and, to, oh, and yeah. Tobin, Tobin oh, yeah. threw out entropy like three times to this crowd. At Doc's Pub. And they were like, what the fuck's he talking about? And I about? was like, holy shit, he's doing it. <laughs> he's doing it. The book report's working. <laughs> like, Here we go. It was a fucking entropy brother <laughs> yeah it was like ice and cold and frozen and slow and entropy and i was like holy shit anyway this fucking guy yeah uh, i remember that entropy so that was that was fun that was a great time and it made me laugh because it was <laughs> awesome it was a speaking engagement that like seven senior citizens showed up to what was it for you it was you had a was, topic no 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 not me it was greg he went to talk to like a freedom group at docs and so Jordan and I were like, fuck yeah, we'll go support him, right? And I'm expecting, like, a packed bar. It's like it's just a bunch of... Old-timers with, well, like, I think, I think blankets it was like, over their laps yeah, from World yeah, War II. Exactly. I think it was like... Hell a, yeah, uh, freedom, baby. Yeah, uh, probably, like, not a lot of, uh, you know, information was given out before the event. No, you know what I mean? no, there was not a lot of advertising. <laughs> Bunch of old timers, like yeah, man. We but like to be fair, as far as people crowd. to go have a couple beers with, the old timers at Docs, yeah, it was yeah. a great time. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the right crowd. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Mike. Take us back to science. Our I next wanna, sponsor. I want to hear more way. about this entropy speech. I like that, dude. When I oh, when I'll, I hear I'll something, you want to hear it? It's, it's not a speech. Yeah. It's no, he wrote it. Dude. Yeah. He wrote it down. It's, yeah, let's it's, go. It's just my idea of what's going on culturally right now, which is that. Entropy is a low chaos state, right? Mm. It's, it, there's a lot of order. When order there's, when there's a lack order. of energy, or sorry, a lack of entropy means a high level of order. So let's say you want to change the culture in a country. So through national identity and, and religion and uh, you know sports and arts and culture, you have a high level of order in a country. And if you want to destroy that, you have, to, you have to break that order apart, and you have to create more social entropy, cultural entropy. So you have to inject, and the way to increase ener uh, entropy is to increase the energy in the system. So let's say you increase the energy in the system by uh, just, uh, Jesus Christ, fucking bees are all over us. <laughs> I think it was cast. on my, yeah. Uh, you advocate... Um, Social unrest, you, you promote rioting and, and just sort of civil unrest. And what that does is that breaks apart the, the structure the structure of the system. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes it more fluid, right? Like melting ice into liquid water. You can't reorder the crystalline structure of ice when it's frozen. You have to put energy into it, make mm -hmm. it liquid, rearrange it, and then you can refreeze it. Mm -hmm. So if you want to change the culture in a country... You have to break apart the old social norms, the old cultural norms, by putting energy in. And once it becomes more... Uh, getting windy out yeah, here, no, boys. Wind once it becomes more fluid, then you can start to arrange the culture the way you want it. And one of the World Economic Forum's mottos is, from chaos comes order. Yeah. They're literally talking about how you break a so uh, society apart and then recreate it in the, the, the structure that you want. Yeah. Entropy. 
Entropy, baby. Well, and that entropy is like... And that's that's just a playbook out of the CIA's, or a play out of the CIA's handbook. Destabilize an area, yeah. yeah. But that has to do with, like, actual physical things, too, yeah. Yeah, so entropy, all entropy is, is entropy is going from order to disorder. High entropy means you have a lot of order, and low entropy means you have a lot of disorder. So you could think of it in a lot of different ways, right? So high entropy is you have a teacup sitting on a counter, right? Mm -hmm. You throw that teacup off of the counter and it breaks into a million pieces. Now entropy has happened. You have more chaos. The uniform order, what used to be order, is now chaos. And entropy always usually has something that follows it. Normally, it's a heat signature, right? So if you have a huge, like, so in the idea of the Big Bang, right? It happened, and you have all this plasma and shit, and it starts to cool. And what's the most abundant element on the periodic table? It's hydrogen, right? So they mm-hmm. think it was hydrogen and helium. You were was about to say all, that, right? All yeah. the gas yeah. in after the Big Bang. And so now you have these dust clouds of, you know, millions and millions of miles of hydrogen. But what happens? It all starts to kind of gravity affects. It comes together. And as those come together... They create stars. Those are our first stars, right? But when you have that happening, you're giving off heat, right? The effect of going from tons of order of just scattered, right, hydrogen throughout the universe to now we're getting, well, that order of cleanness is now disorder. Instead of it just being a blanket of hydrogen, well, now there's little hydrogen cluster balls, and that's kind of disordered from what we originally had. This pure state of just blanketed, now we're getting little areas that seem to have more disorder happening. Now, the higher the entropy, the more order, as far as that goes, creates a more dense... Wait, hang on, disorder. Higher Di- entropy is more disorder. Yeah, well, that, that's what I mean. Like the disorder and all that shit that's floating around doing crazy disorder shit. When that comes together and it's a higher disorder creates a stronger order. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is where we well, start. Well, it's like yeah. when... when the, so the hotter that, the hotter the fire, the stronger the steel. So even though you're creating order, though, so let's break it down like Tobin was starting to do. So now we have, let's say it's a summer day, right? And it's really hot out. And in our room, it's hot. And we want to cool it down. We want to take all this high entropy chaos warm in this room, and we want to take it to low entropy, and it's more uniform around 60 degrees and cooler. Well, in an isolated freight or a stain or um, isolated frame, you can do that right you get an air conditioner and you can cool off the entropy of that room and make it nice and bearable so it's like well now i created order here when it's but then but then once that's all done you take in the whole situation well now that cold air is gonna go hot and all that energy it took to run that compressor in that AC unit, well, that's putting out a lot of extra heat. So just from making an isolated state of order in that room, you're actually adding more entropy to create those states of isolation and order in a it took more contained energy. frame. Yeah, so yeah. entropy is always going to Energy doesn't dissipated just moves and so that's energy is constant yeah and so that's yeah exactly it moves but it never goes away yeah and that's that's time 
Exactly. That is no, but that is the arrow of time. How do you measure the direction? And it's what has more entropy. Whenever things have more entropy due to heat getting off, chemical exchanges or bonds, what you're doing is you're changing the level of entropy. And entropy is the arrow of time. And certain things lock with it, like the second law of thermodynamics, because it's the most common. Other things do, but it just seems to follow everything. Well, and that's why I was saying speed, right? Like, that's the easiest way for me to picture what time is. And, like, the faster you're moving, the slower time is moving as opposed, like, in your your uh, perception. Yeah. Right? The faster you're going... Relative time slows down. Yes, and yes. that's and that's what uh, the relative time shit. That's a crazy thing to get into, but the that's how I think about it is just speed. And I think about molecules. I think about, but it yeah. goes it goes to everything. You can simplify this shit to like, you know, uh, chaos, bunch of people moving out. It gets hot. There's more energy in the air. People start moving. Yeah. You know, when it gets winter, people fucking start slowing yeah. down. Yeah, they go inside. And yep. there's a look reason look there's chaos, bees. right? Exactly. And chaos, like when you have a bunch of people moving around, guess what? More people get hurt and visit people in the, you know, Chandra gets more people in the ER yeah. in the summer than she does in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. So because people event. are going around and then, yeah, you know, so there, it just shit like that. Yeah. Time. Look at this guy. Hang on. Oh, we got a special say, visitor. Say hello to the people. Say hi. What's up, Podcast America? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Podcast Saipan. Same thing. Uh, do we, we need to go get a? Uh, do we need to take a pee break and go yeah, get a fourth? Yeah, let's go Actually, take a pee break. Right. Take one of those. Test, test. Hey, all right, we're back, Mike. You're uh, you're a spirit guide for this episode. Uh, let's see. Arrow but time during during the break. We uh, we picked up one. We picked up Will. <laughs> we more entropy. Classic <laughs> oh, yeah. hitchhiker here. <laughs> so, uh, Will, we'll clue you in. What we're talking about is time. Literally, that. What is time? How do you measure it? What, you know, how do you define it? And where we're at in this, after a half hour, we've gotten to one point, and it's time is entropy. Entropy is going from order to disorder. And you can measure that through heat signatures from if you take the Big Bang, right? And it's one big thing of just plasma and hot gas. And now you have planets, you have stars, you have people, you have pollution. What started as one uniform thing now turns into disorder. But through this disorder, we'll get a little bit of order, what we call life, what we call normal Right to have a planet, to have an environment that's good. So they say time is created by the increase of entropy. So what happens if the universe starts, like expansion stops, and the universe that's, starts that's, contracting? Will, we, will we experience time in reverse? Will we start living in rewind? Will it contract or will it just well, fizzle we don't know. out? We don't know. But let's say let, like a hot engine well, that cools at, off doesn't get something. Colder. Something will have the most. Uh, mass and gravitational pull right so at some point it does have to it would have to collapse collapse because time like because what did we say grab or um shit gravity is constant or what did you say was constant energy is constant. Ener energy so that energy isn't going anywhere and everything everything that we have this desk is energy like all that so 
if that's expanding and it's slowing in between gravitational pulls, then at some point it would have to be elastic and come back. And we would experience time backwards. What that looks like, I have no clue. Yeah. Well, well, for for podcast America and podcast Saipan, <laughs> this is this is truly what they mean when they say, "If you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room." I'm in the right room. You're in the right room. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into the right room. Well, we're you're outside, the, we, so we suckered in them with <laughs> so, tacos and so beer. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we're all a little bit. Uh, we're all swimming in the deep end here today, boys. Yeah. And I can't swim. <laughs> Wait, say that again, Jordan. What was your last question? Say that again. Your things are going to bounce back. So I, I think that um, energy is is uh, elastic, and it and it's moving. It's just energy, and like so, when you say the earth or the universe is expanding, right? That means time is speeding up in certain places and slowing down in others. So it's no, the energy is not, we're not gaining energy. It's just what's out there. And when you say like the a energy star. The of this universe, though, was given to it in the Big Bang. Well, There's the Big no Bang, the, no, 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 no. The Big Bang was a massive event of energy and all the energy collected. Boom, Big Bang. Everything spreads out now and it left shrapnel. Of just plasma, of one well, thing, just of, one thing. Well, though. Yeah, but but that, but no, it's not just one thing. It's gravity. It's a gravitational pull. It's it's plasma of different but sizes. That's your forces. That's exactly your natural and that's, laws. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. So when that expands, and certain parts are larger and have a higher gravitational pull, now you're creating that disorder. If everything went out and it was exactly the same, it was. It would be uniform. No, it was. It wasn't the same. It was chaos. It was, it was molecules it was flying ca- no, all over the place. You, Atoms flying all no, over the place. Particles. You guys think it's an explosion. It's not like that blimp. No, it, well, yeah, it was almost no. like a snap of Existence. beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Which is which is why one of my favorite quotes, I think, from Carlo Rivera. Actually, I think he was quoting somebody else. Is he's like, scientists believe in everything measurable and quantifiable except for their... They need a miracle for it all to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Which yeah. it kind of shows. I've you. been saying this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Finally, we got one. No. But that's what it's not like. But that's if the Big Bang was I just the lowest point of entropy. Right. If the Big Bang was the lowest point of entropy, it couldn't have been chaos. It was chaos. No, no. In it was. It was. That's what I'm saying. Primal gases. It was. It was, it was the point was at which the chaos was erupted. Or the 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 it was singularity. It was order. It was dense matter, and it boom exploded. I don't know what that would be. I think maybe it didn't so explode, it just snapped into existing. Which yes. is again, it's just, called the balloon theory, which is okay. better than we have than Big Bang. Which is you think of like a balloon getting blown up, mm-hmm. right? Think of the existence of the Big Bang not as a blowing up, but that so balloon, the balloon was there. Was there. Right, it's not Except like that it's doesn't fit with the expansion model because if it's I yeah, think it, it shrunk. I think it shrunk down to the, <laughs> the smallest <laughs> a bit, and then because it got so curled up on itself, it. But that's the thing. And just, energy can turn to mass, and mass can turn to energy. Right. So if you have the most condensed and most energetic mass, it can be the smallest 
pinprick. So that to have existence, it can go from small to big, but it's not like expanding. It's taking that energy and it's just expanding. No, it's called inflation. It's not really like expands. It's not like inflating a balloon though. Like that gravitational well, wave no, where you it, create time-space, that time-space is okay, in could, could we agree on spread out? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. if, you, if you have all of the energy and it's a pin, it's the smallest, smallest thing, which I think is what was the singularity that was the Big Bang, mm-hmm. right? Right before the Big Bang, right before that happened, all of the energy was nothing, right? It was just was dense and then then it was everywhere it was everywhere yeah okay so if something is in one place and then it ends up everywhere do you know what time folding is do you know what a wrinkle in time is or time folding? i got a different half and then you can fucking stick the pin through the thing and you're like i'm traveling hang on wait i got one question because we're talking about the singularity do you think it's possible there was a universe inside the singularity Mm mm-hmm uh, mm-hmm. Not it. So there would have been a Usually universe it, before this universe. Yeah, but that. But I where mean, did that one come from? Now you're in. Is it? Is it just one series of? Ba- yeah. It can be. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. bubble universe. Sounds idea. like high school. One series of bangs like inside the, the outside. Yeah. But that's bubble where universes butt up to different universes. Oh. That's multi paradoxical universe theories. I mean, these are all actually no one really knows what like we're the trying. Multiverse. Yeah, but that's the multiverse why, that's wasn't why, one after the other. I'm saying. No, yeah, no, it was happening all at the same time. There's tons of universes. Yeah, just, you know, there right, was yeah. even a girl oh, I, Spider-Man. I, I, I buy off on that one, but what if before this multiverse, there was a multiverse inside the singularity? Yeah. It was infinitely dense to us, uh, yeah. rel- relatively. What if inside the singularity was not relatively dense and there was a to whole them. other universe? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude. We should, we should have eaten mushrooms. <laughs> we we oh, made sure. a mistake. We're so off. We're right, so I, went anyway. to, I went to the restroom. What were we talking about? <laughs> Singularities. Singularities. Right. So I, I, I guess, hold on. Oh, go ahead. So what are you saying? That, okay. Explain the, the bubble, the bubble time, because that's what I'm thinking is like everything was here and then it was just instantly everywhere. Yeah. Yes. In an immeasurable way, yes. things expanded. And you're saying it expanded so precisely uniform. Mm-hmm. Then what I'm wondering is where were... How was entropy well, increasing? How, how, how did we... Well, yes, if, exactly. If how did we, how did we end up with... infinite entropy if we had maximum entropy. Why are there different planets? Why is there the sun and our, you know... Right. Why, why are those things? Because, like, because if they were so uniform, mm-hmm. you were saying that there are other universes identical to this one. And there's a checkerboard of perfectly laid out, everything's the same. And then that's where we have multiple universes happening at the same time. Yeah, but, Oh, my God. Yeah. I did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so just keep it pertained to one. Like, there can be others, but let's try and break down ours, right? Mm-hmm. So... There's no there's patterns, but there there's a different gravitational pull and different time to the Earth versus Mars. 
Yeah, but Earth's bigger or, or smaller compared to comparatively. Mars. But to everything the, has an effect. Yes, but I, I'm saying is if we're saying gravity um, has the ability to slow time relative to your relativity or whatever, right? Like if that's reference, the case, right. reference. Thank you. Um, then things couldn't have spread out perfectly even. And vi- that 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 yeah, hot magma. That's how it goes. Was yeah. was going out, so at in the, different sizes, in different not hot make. So everything just existed instantly, and there it's plasma, yeah. right? For like the first hour, which is like the first couple billion years of our Earth's existence, it was just hot, dense plasmas. And as that cools, right, certain areas start to cool faster. Some go mm-hmm. slower. Why? It, just that's randomness. Well, that's density. A, but, but if everything if everything had expanded, look uni- when God made then they it, should have cooled and heated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at? I know. I know. <laughs> so when you say the balloon expanded, so like the balloon, if it did expand, that's that's like what is the firmament? Yeah, yeah, yeah the outside. Yeah. But is, that's is the radio cosmic. Well, hang on, yeah. yeah. So no, that's <laughs> he was trying to make a joke, and yeah. fucking Mike's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so yeah, that's a radio going. cosmic background. That's what we measure. What? What's at the edge? That's is, what we're is trying. There a potential? Is it can just as far as you see that light can travel? If it's fourteen point three billion years, how far does light finally travel? Oh, as it's so creating light, light from but now the we origin, get into paradoxes. Yeah. Right? So as Okay. Well, hang on. on. So is, is the universe <laughs> this is, is, this is, is the we're not gonna go try. anywhere. <laughs> we're going everywhere but nowhere at the same time. I have a question, damn it. Right. Is the edge of the universe however many light years have passed since the Big Bang? Because yes. light just continues to travel, and it's the traveling of light from the Big Bang that is expanding the universe. Yes, and then, I am fucking smart. Yes, now we're getting there. But so, what are you, what are you mm, laughing at? Uh, that's why I'm your friend. Yeah, <laughs> that people, bring, are, people are at work right now going <laughs> <laughs> these fucking. Assholes. I have a mortgage and kids. Why am I putting this in my day? Yeah. That's that's what I go through. Like listening to you guys, it's like after it's like what the fuck did I just listen? To? <laughs> <laughs> but it's I love you guys, so I stay on. You know, I stay on. Yeah, he's like, there could be there's, a gold there's nugget. Something for me here. Yeah, yeah. I always like love that's, when Will comes and he says something you. from the podcast and yeah. just looks at you and you're like, shakes his head in disappointment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, Mike. All right, you're back up. So as time's flowing, right? We we try and measure it through entropy. That seems to be our best measurement of the arrow of time. And that's something that should is important because it's like you can't go back in time, really. Like you you maybe could one day, but time always seems to progress. Why does it progress? And it seems like entropy is the best answer, right? Uh, entropy is the best measurement for time. High order to go to low order usually produces heat. It produces thermodynamic reactions. But shouldn't and going the opposite direction requires time? Energy. Right? It requires And you're going to create, to take something hot and make it cold like that AC room, you're increasing the overall entropy oh, right. of okay. everything together. Yeah. So entropy is the best way to measure the air in which Time flows. Second law of thermodynamics really gets after that. Yep. Okay, so that's kind of what this whole book now, 
was about is how you measure the arrow of time and how thick was that book. And all that does is try and answer that question. But so now once we get into time, well, now this starts to get into Ravelli. This isn't Ravelli yet, but I'd like to start going into paradoxes because now we understand what time is. Now we understand that you can manipulate time. Yeah. Okay. You can. Let's get into manipulating. I, I would say, I don't know that we really do understand what it is. We do and we don't. But from that perspective of that's like Einsteinian theory, right? General relativity, right? Now we start to, now that we understand what kind of time is a good measurement for us in our language and understanding is to put time is entropy. Well, now let's take things like photons and start to understand time a little better. So one of the best things that I can think of of creating these paradoxes was Einstein's pole barn phenomenon, right? I'm, I'm wondering if this is Brett and Kyle showing up to practice together in a very small SUV. Oh, he's got a little corsage in a plastic box. Is that like <laughs> a Ford yeah. Fusion? <laughs> is this them? It's a Prius. Please tell me honest. it's them. A lot of emphasis on the Fusion. oh dang it it's not them son of a bitch it's one of them is it that's kyle yeah he shaved his head where's brett he just got a brand new jiu-jitsu gay t-shirt and he's put it on (laughs) with his pink crocs where's brett i gotta find a new gym dude look at these guys (laughs) (laughs) no fuck it i gotta kick them out (laughs) why the fuck do we have to be Uh yeah why do i gotta leave yeah (laughs) fuck that Oh, I hope expand. they listen to this. Oh, shit, oh, dude. Man. All right, Mike, sorry. We keep cutting you off. That's good. This is a weird one to talk about. Um, so Einstein's pole barn theory. <laughs> oh, that's this one I struggled with a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Go, ahead. go ahead. So did I. Okay. So the idea is say you have a barn, right? And yeah. the barn is 20 feet long. Mm-hmm. On the front and the back, you have two garage doors that open and close on it, right? And then, so that 20-foot-long barn, so now say you have a pole, a big, long pole that's 40 feet long, and you want to fit this pole into your barn. How would you do that? Run fast. Exactly. Right. When you start to go fast, things shrink, right? This is where we start and get in paradoxes, and this is what gets all you guys going down every rabbit hole. It's still relativity because it's it's, it's length measured as a function of velocity from a fixed point. Because it gets more dense. So if you— Entropy. And it gets smaller because it's more dense because the matter that makes it up is moving faster. So it gets more dense. Not and that's how you can shrink a fucking forty foot pole <laughs> and get in a twenty oh foot God. barn, dude. Okay, I've hang done on. it, bro. So, but this is a paradox. <laughs> this will never work. You can make it yeah, small. This is theoretical, but you can put a fucking two by four over your shoulder and start running, and you're going to hit that door. So, once you approach a speed of light, things will shrink down. When you take that forty, I'm pretty fast, Mike. When you take that forty foot long pole, right, and you approach a speed of light, it's going to shrink down to say maybe three meters, only and, as observed. And you can fit that in there, right? So that barn, say that barn's alive, it has eyes, and it sees this person coming at it near the speed of light with this pole, and it's saying, "Well, that's on, a that, very small." That only small... works from a ninety degree objective as well. Hang on. So if if you're running at the barn with a zero degree. <laughs> Objective that pole doesn't shrink. You know what Liam Neeson always has to say? <laughs> 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 <He> goes, <laughs> Tomorrow, yesterday. Don't worry, baby. 
It'll fit. I just got to go fast. I have fast. a special set of skills. I just got to go real fast. I have a set of skills. I can fight you today uh, and yesterday. Yeah. Well, he goes, it'll fit. It'll fit. <laughs> I'll make of it. I just got to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> but as you approach a speed of light, it will shrink down, right? If you and kidnapped s- my daughter, I'll fuck you yesterday. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> oh, so fast into today. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Sorry, dude. Poor Sorry. Einstein. <laughs> All right. Poor Einstein. Pole barn theory. So the faster you run faster, you move faster. Go. Right? That pole's gonna shrink. Say that barn has eyes and it's looking at that pole and it shrunk, right? <laughs> so it says this can fit in here. Mine I'm a twenty I'm a twenty foot long barn and this pole will fit in me. So oh, what a whore. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a very horrible barn. <laughs> That's not horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. then you take the perspective of the pole running, or say someone's running with that pole, right? And they're approaching the speed of light, but to them, that pole hasn't shrunk, right? So that barn is actually the thing that's starting to shrink and get distorted. Right, so as each thing approaches a speed of light, you're going to have different variances due to what you're witnessing. This is what you guys keep saying. Well, I, I, that's why I say it, it's only true from a 90-degree perspective mm-hmm. because if you're yeah. running straight at the barn or the barn's looking straight at you from yeah. zero-degree perspective... It's going to be off. Yeah, Mario. But that's what I, I'm it, just saying. Yeah. As, yeah, exactly. like, for the listeners, right, if the barn is witnessing this happening... It's not, or that observer standing right next to the barn, it's going to seem that this thing is shrinking. Correct. But for the yeah, person running, the person they're running, not they're shrinking. They're going to smash that pole into the back door of the barn. Right. And, but for yeah. the person running, they're not shrinking. Say they have a radio and they're running and the people by the barn are saying, dude, it's going to fit. It's going to fit. And the person running is saying, dude, this is, not, I don't feel shrunken. Nothing feels shrunk. And this is where we start to get discrepancies of time. And like we said earlier about LIGO and witnessing those two black holes hitting and instantaneously, like the Big Bang, Mm -hmm. we then slowly create more time space. We created time space due to those black holes colliding. Tons of energy, Mm -hmm. tons of gravity, distorts. Entropy. Right? Exactly. And it's creating more time space. But not more energy. And that's what I'm trying to say. Sorry. It just doesn't seem like it's. it can't create more energy, and that's why I think that it will expand and come back. You're probably not creating energy, but a black hole is something we don't fully understand yet. We just know that it's so incredibly dense, it rips holes in time-space. That's why the closer you go to a black hole, the mm-hmm. slower time goes into the idea that time actually stops. Mm-hmm. It stops when you pass through the event horizon because that's where our physics break down. We have, all this is understanding what we can observe from our understanding of our universe and our tools for measurement. This is why time's interesting because this is how we rationalize time. What time is in the full complex, like the scheme of things as a law may not be what we're understanding, but we're starting to get these nuances closer to understanding how to really capture it understand what it's used for and as human beings that's our best trait is manipulating matter the more we can manipulate the matter in the environment around us it sets us on a higher playing field the bows that we have compound today are a lot stronger than you know the stick bows of the past Mm -hmm. and so starting to understand this and really where time is 
froth. Yeah, take a drink. Take a break. Take a break. He's getting excited over here, folks. But that's that's where the time thing gets interesting, and these paradox start to really be like, if we have an understanding of time, well, now how are we able to bend it, and what does that bending mean? And that's where this book now leaves off, and you start to pick up into Ravelli's order of time. Okay, so we're start. Are you starting? Are you leading us into the folding of time? Is that where we're going? Or did, did we already just pass like that? the page? No, that was just an example of, of for Jordan to be like, if you fold time space, you're taking all this area. You want to get from this point to that point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're collapsing. Yeah, the fastest. And then way when is. you uncollapse it, it's not you're slowly bringing it. Yeah, you just it's there. Yeah, it's a knee bar, go, dude. right? And that's the same ex- idea of hyperinflation theories and stuff like that. It's not expanding out. You're just it's blipping like yeah. those two black holes hitting and creating time space instantly. That's kind of why it's interesting. They're just printing more money. It's not making more value. It's bidonomics in the universe, dude. <laughs> did but it that's, create more time or did it just yeah. create, a, uh, did it reduce the density of the time around it and let it expand a little bit? No, you're, but if you're hold expanding on, on. it with it's, space, uh, you're creating time. The two explain, are so, explain that to me one more time with the, we're not creating new energy. The, fold, the folding of time or the bending of time. But all the energy's already been put into this That's world, what I'm saying. Can whether you, can it's Can you create new time without new energy? I'm not sure you can. I don't know that. I can't. I so can't if, honestly. if the energy of the universe is constant, then maybe the amount of time is, and it's becoming less dense as the universe expands. But all you're doing with this stuff is manipulating it, right? You don't have to create something to manipulate or change. I've said it before, like, we are not things, we're the events, right? And yeah. if there's a finite amount of energy, then all this change plays with the energy allocated to this world. Like, to have these things happen, you don't have... Well, the, mo- the biggest events in your life are the ones that you're have the most... Or the least amount of entropy. Yeah? Like, that's what creates huge events. Wait, say that again. The least amount of yeah no it's in actually your, in your life when you're doing young crazy doing crazy yeah. shit guess it's, what you're gonna have the, a lot of stories it's the creation when of you, entropy that creates experience yeah right? yeah but that's events that's the things happening mm-hmm. okay so what's crazy when you start thinking about memory involved in this yeah and yeah. what does that mean yeah right. but that's, what, 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 what is, is my memory well what right? is, what is the thought that I am having I imagine is we're that, getting there yeah. Go, yeah. go ahead. Keep or, or do you want? Sorry. Do you want to work through it? No. Or do no, you want to go straight into going. past and future? Uh, I mean, are we doing book reports? No, no, no. Keep, here? keep yes. going. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. Keep sorry. going, Mike. You're doing a good job. Because uh, okay. I'm, I, I, on, I'm, Dude, I totally. You're doing a great job. I read through <laughs> both books. See spot back. run. Spot oh, is in the future. Spot was in All the right. past. So order of time, Carla Ravelli. He broke it down into three parts. The crumbling of time, world without time, and uh, why why we created time for the most part. Um, so the crumbling of time. This is where it starts to get fun. Um, the crumbling of time kind of means that we know nothing about time itself. Agreed. Right? Um, time is kind of an illusion. So us sitting here. Having this discussion, sitting around this table. I'm looking at you saying this is happening right now. But what I'm getting is the sunlight hitting you guys, 
right? And then you guys, those photons bouncing off and registering in my eyes. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing right now to me is actually what you're doing a millisecond ago, right? So what I'm doing here (laughs) is actually not what's currently happening. I'm picking up on the True or false, I just pulled my dick out at you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it wasn't big, so it only did take a fraction of a second. So. <laughs> uh, a lot of entropy there. <laughs> but that's where we start to break down this time. What is reality? Are the things that are happening now really happening now? I'm looking at the sun, but that sun is 93 million miles away, and that takes eight and a half minutes for sunlight fact, fact to reach. Him on that. No, yeah. it's true. Yeah. I've, yep, I know. I got it tattooed on my lower back is what he meant to say. <laughs> Um, but that's where it starts to be. The crumbling of time is not what it really seems to be. Um, but it seems like it, what it, it's what it was. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what, <laughs> but that's what. Jordan looks so happy when he said that. Yeah. But that's what human beings are is we're pattern. So it's accurately, it's accurately a representation of what had happened. But it's not now. But it's not now. Now never exists. No, no, no. Now, now is now always is the slipping. crumbling of time. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You, you followed all that, right, Will? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and more things to start to go towards that. We spoke about it a little bit earlier. Um, gravity affects time, right? And you said it, that mass affects it. The way that it affects it is mass has an effect on gravitational waves, and it only does it through having time-space as a factor. If time-space is this huge, it's a bed, right? Yeah. And the more mass you have, it's pushing down on this bed, right? Correct. So what that's doing is it's distorting the time-space around it. Gravity does not compress. All this is doing is distorting things. You're creating. That's why, why that rolled up on each other. It rolls. It doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah, yeah. which creates distortion. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not crumpling. It's creating it to flow at different volumes. That's why the it black still hole causes it to take more time to navigate. Right? But not so, compressing because you're stretching out that space I gotcha. so of it, time space. See, well, that's kind of because it's a lot. I, I get yes. what you're saying, but like when you're saying it's the opposite of or you're str- not, oh, I see what you're saying. It's okay. not compression. So, yeah, yeah. You're it's increasing stretching. the distance. It's, yes, it's to get you're through the same amount of time. Through creating, but if you yeah. increase the distance to get through the same amount of time, is that not the same as compressing time? No, or but it's the, think of wrinkle in time. I got you. Right? You, you, I'm we're, distorting we're talking expanding it. space-time. Yes. So it takes longer to travel through space-time. Mm-hmm. That was a breakthrough, buddy. Okay. You got there it. Yes. Go. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Will. Jordan, Jordan, did you get there? Bro, yeah, I, I, I came I, in I'm here. Been, dude, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and rub my belly button in satisfaction. I, I came in here with some Johnny Cash energy, and my dad, dude, that motherfucker, you should have raised me on Pink Floyd. <laughs> I need to fucking find a different strain of weed and start microdosing mushrooms, bro. <laughs> we'll get you there. We'll get you there. All right. Um, I'm still trying to learn English. <laughs> hey, that makes two of us, buddy. Uh, I was gonna say, Mike Kozak's on, on the same. Dude, uh, just come over path. to my house. I'll help. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest Fucking word I know is convoluted. Uh, convoluted. <laughs> Debauchery. Yeah. <sighs> Michael. One day, one day, or if I have a kid, yeah. you know, 
he'll listen to this or she. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, Will and I are going to talk to you about that before you. <laughs> you can have mine, bro. I just and, went to Costco then, with Aria. We're passing. She's riding on the cart. And she's like, Dad, what this Indian people, what's that dot in their head? And they all looked at us and I pushed her to the side. I said, that's a push start. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told her, I said, don't ask questions so loudly. <laughs> inside voice. Yeah, inside voice. I think it's all good. I actually like it when kids ask that stuff in public oh, yeah, places. I remember they're, Nathan. They're innocent. Yeah. They, we were standing in line behind a black guy at the supermarket. And he goes, why is his skin so dark? I was like, he has, and the dude was cool. He turned around and he's like, same as yours. You know what I mean? Let him touch it. Yeah. And I was like, he he has more melatonin in his skin. It's a chemical. Yeah. And Something to do if, with the equator. If, if more people would just be open to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he likes the sun. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah but, so uh, you don't it, need one, bro. You can borrow. You can borrow mine. Yeah. She loves Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Traditional. Yeah. All right, Mike. Sorry, back to it. Um, crumbling of time. Just distortions, right? And so this is where it starts to get weird in the Carlo Ravelli. Like... Time, so like we were saying, gra- mass affects gravity or having high amounts of gravity, very dense mass, will affect your time. And so we look at our own world that we live in. And you can start to see through satellites and GPS would be the biggest indicator for me due to hunting. Right? If, I, if I'm on the ground, I'm going to follow my GPS to my little hunting spot I've got marked. Right? So those satellites that are in low orbit around us, well, if we have a clock and they have a clock, or say we have two clocks, right? I have one and the satellite has one that's identical clocks. Identical and Mm -hmm. they're set together. And we're going to go launch the satellite up in the air. Well, I check my clock a month later and I get a reading from this clock up at the satellite. My clock is going to be a little faster than the clock that's in space, right? And this is something they account for. Your GPS to monitor where you are, they have to plug in a formula for time dilation for that height. Otherwise, just that minute and maybe, I don't know what they're at, 120 miles or something for those low Earth orbits. In, In universal terms, it's very minute. It's very small, but if you were to not plug that uh, time dilation constant in there, your GPS would be throwing you off hundreds of miles because that that the speed of which light goes from that satellite to Earth, if that's not calculated and with dilation, it screws up all your trajectory. Yeah. So now we can start to see that even though we both exist on this world, Living in different places can give us a different perspective. Say you live on what the top it? of Mount Everest in that same thing. You're born with a stopwatch and someone else is born with a stopwatch. And, or say you're both born at sea level and then you live the rest of your life at Mount Everest. Technically, you're going to live longer than the guy that lives at sea level, even though you're both here on Earth, right? And you, once you'll, again... You'll experience time, like if you both die at 65, you will both experience 65 years, but he'll be gone before you. Mm-hmm. Despite mm-hmm. the fact that you experienced a full 65 years each. Yep. No, because 65 years is longer by the water. <laughs> we all, Ocean we, life. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. That's the island people say island, all the yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, island yes, time, sir, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Island time. Kozak knows that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's slower, Kozak time or uh, island time? Kozak fucking time. Kozak time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kozak time on fucking <laughs> Pacific Standard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Time, dude. Dude, it's, yeah. it's a trippy concept. 
it's, yeah, it's fucking wild is what it is. All right. So as we continue. Hold on. Hold on. When go you ahead. Just, with the time dilation calculation. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that, uh, that comes down. What? What is that calculation doing? It's accounting for mm-hmm. what? And like, why is it? Why is it? Uh, the difference in re- it's like true frame. It's reference, reference yep. frame. But yeah. why is it called time dilation? Because like expanding of because it's dilating as time goes down, it's slower. As it goes up, it's quicker. Right. It dilates. And it's it takes quicker only to go because it. our Earth affects due to the large mass it affects the gravity right and what that gravity does is it distorts like we're saying it expands it doesn't shrink it or compress Mm -hmm. it just creates more time around it that fucks it up in the way it moves Mm -hmm. so if you were to go it to the center of the earth gravity would be much more intense because you're so close to the center of the mass so if you're at the very center of the molten core you're going to have a slower time well, than you would. Which is yeah, th- think wild of it this way. When So dilation, if I'm talking out of my ass here, but I would define dilation as the increase in distance between two points. So if you think of those two points as uh, points in time, let's say, yeah. let's say January 1st, 2023, January 1st, 2024, dilating means you increase the distance yeah. between those two points. Yeah, you get so your eyes you, dilated, right. they expand. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. as you get further away from a massive object time dilates meaning you mm-hmm. have more space between those two points it will take mm-hmm. you longer at your velocity to travel between them mm-hmm. so you will exp- even though you're traveling to the same point it will take you longer to get there but it'll and it'll you, take but you, you longer will, you will only you will experience the same duration between the two points because you're still traveling between the same two points yeah but as somebody who's not dilated yeah and right? the, yeah and the the, but they the will, longest it's it, it's like shooting across to a canyon Right, the wind has a greater effect in the middle, so as you get from point to point, time will sl- speed up in the middle of that dilation. I don't think I so. Follow. I'm no. It, so it will remain. You will you will travel at your velocity. You will travel at your two, well, two points your, at your, a fixed velocity. Yes, but, but your reference away from a massive object. The longer you're in the middle of those objects, yes, or the the time not the longer. Time slows, so yep. that's what I'm trying to say is, like, as you shoot across a canyon, if time is wind, yeah, it will have the great, I guess, I, it's the opposite of that. It'll it's be inverse. The the, yeah, the, the, the bullet will be pushed by wind for a longer duration, right? So, it like, I don't know what the fuck All I'm right. trying to say. All I'm saying is, at one point, you're going to be going faster yeah. in... If you Relation. want to plan it, no, no, no. you will not go faster. You will, you, you, your you, you time will, both will travel. slow. Imagine because we're t- all we're all traveling through time at the same velocity. So yes, if, but if, I'm saying your think time of it like will dialing slow. a scope ring. Uh-huh. And if you dial it out, distances between things increase. And so, if so, someone out in space, they're going to travel between the same two points mm-hmm. as someone on Earth is. Mm-hmm. It will by the time the person out in space gets there. The person on Earth will have reached that point in time and continued on to mm-hmm. the next. Yeah. So then, if you were to come back to the same true frame, mm-hmm. it, it only matters if you come back to the same true frame. If you don't come back, it's all the same. It's only if you return yep. to that. Yeah. Or sorry, the the reference frame. That's if what you I'm return saying. to the reference frame, then the person who stayed where time was undilated will have advanced so many. Like think like a monopoly. Well, the board. further you they get away from advanced. mass relative to somebody else who's experiencing the same time. It's going to slow for that person that's still on the where your starting point was, 
until you get opposite. Opposite. The person at the at the high gravity point. If you're moving will, between, if you're tr- moving between, you know, uh, Earth and some other planet, right? Your time will slow down. Correct. As you get the the midpoint of the two planets, yeah. is going to be the slowest time that I perceive you traveling at on your trip. You will have the same time relative to what you're doing because you're traveling it. But for me, as you get in between the two points, yes, that's going to be the slowest point of your travel. I'm I'm not sure if that's accurate or if it's uniform the entire trip. It wouldn't be. I it think, would be, I think it would the be uniform way to, for you. To quantify this, bro, is when you're going to have a kid, you just watch as she gets dilated. Then the time that that kid exp- goes out through that, uh-huh. through that hole. Yeah, that barn. For that moment in time. Yeah, you're experiencing that. Exactly <laughs> yeah. what you're yeah. describing. And it is yeah. slow yeah. when it is dilated. <laughs> and that shit yeah. gets burned into. Number two time. just about walked out. It was like, holy shit, here he is, and he's out. <laughs> Am I am I not making sense? No, I think I know what I'm you're not asking. Sure. So you're saying I'm not asking. I'm saying like this saying, is what's happening, yeah. right? Like, so if you went from a, say you're going from planet to planet, yeah. and you leave our planet, and time is slow, and as you move away from our planet, that time starts to speed relative, up relative to the person to the, our still planet. on. Yep. Yes. Yep. And as they get to that next planet, their time will slow because they're getting nope. to a denser. Dep- could be lighter. Could be denser. Well, if so then I, two equal planets. Yeah. You travel, it's but they're different. Slow down. You're moving. If you were to just go to space and come back, it'd affect you, right? The clocks would be different. Mm-hmm. If you were to go to space, go to another planet, come back to space, then go back to our planet, it'd be even more convoluted. Yeah, because you stopped your, you, because you, you decelerated yes. different points. And stopped. And but you, you could have a guy go out into space and just do circles, while mm-hmm. a guy, another guy goes from from our planet to space, goes to a planet, meets mm-hmm. up with a guy going and circles. And he created more folds. It, well, everyone's clock's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're getting it. Well, I know I'm getting it. I'm trying to explain <laughs> it. And... <laughs> I, I actually like the idea of a game board, which is that the further away from gravity you get in the same amount of experience time, you will move more squares on the game board than yeah. somebody who's closer to a large body of gravity. Yeah. With with the same amount, because less and distortion you will, of you, you will experience space. you will both experience the exact same passage of because time. it's the most stretched out. But you will yeah. you will advance if time points were squares on a game point or a game board. All right, it's the least stretched out. It's just least it's distortion the, the of least, time yes. space. Well, it's just like when when that guy takes the uh, the big ass. He's got like a trampoline, and he yeah. puts the bowling, bowling ball, ball in the middle yeah. and then rolls that thing around. That's the you're distorting your path. Yeah. A straight right. line path is now distorted right. somehow. Exactly. And you're stretching Instead of out driving the material. Point to point in a straight line, you have to drive, make a 180 degree arc, and then go straight again. Yeah. That's why we round things fuck with like mathematics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is, I mean, this is getting crazy. All right. Let's uh, keep going. Start to wrap up maybe. Um, how, how long have we been rolling uh, now? We're at like an hour and 10 minutes. Okay, so that's not too bad. <laughs> it's We're a long time to these... hear this babbling bullshit. <laughs> Are you kidding me? If anybody's still listening. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, 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 it's fun. It's mental masturbation, as I like to say. Yeah. Um, Dude, I, I finished a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so uh, in Ravelli's idea of crumbling of time, what we think of time and stuff, it's not what we actually 
understand. I'm seeing you guys in the past, not currently in the present. Um, so the next uh, world without time is something uh, Ravelli brings out in the second part of his book. And he starts to, it's as simple as that, is imagine living in a world without time. And why he does that is because he wants to emphasize not the physical material things of life, but the events in which those things go through or occur, right? Yeah. So you have a rock, right? And it's just a bunch of mass. It's just particles and atoms and the natural laws of this chemistry. Is the best idea we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> natural laws of chemistry and uh, uh, the bonds that hold it together, right? That rock is a rock not because of what it is, but because of that moment in which it exists and that these natural laws are happening, right? So it doesn't matter what the thing is. It, matter, it matters what's happening at the time. And so that can go back to, say, the Big Bang happened, right? And then you have this cooling off of plasma and you get hydrogen and you get your first stars. Well, that mass that you're made of, right, is the stardust from that primordial ooze. You are the stardust of the past, right? It's a hippy-dippy thing to say. But what matters is what that stardust is doing at this time. I'm a future star. I, I had, sorry to you're interrupt good. you, but yes, I, I follow what you're saying. In line with that a little bit, um, I had a science teacher in seventh grade Tell me he was worth more than us. Show me on the doll where he touched you. Yeah, right here. <laughs> right on Stardust. Hang on, show me on Mike yeah. Kozak where he touched you. Yeah. How much entropy he put in you? <laughs> a fair bit. Uh, no, he was, uh, it was funny because he would, he would give a shit. And he was like, I'm, I'm worth more money. We were like, like what? He was like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm more valuable than all of you. And we were like, Except bullshit. And he was considering like, future earnings. Well, no, no, no. He wasn't talking about that at all. Uh, he was like, I am bigger so if you uh burnt me mm -hmm. the matter the, the matter that i have oh yeah the carbon the carbon yeah. is more carbon than you guys so mm -hmm. i'm worth more yeah so yeah. all you fat people out there <laughs> hey you're doing it right keep on keeping on <laughs> but yeah so what matters is what's happening, right? So just the way that, that we're that stardust and that rock, right? So that rock is important because of what's happening right now. You give that a million years of time, say that rock doesn't exist. It breaks down. It becomes something else. But those atoms, those will go into something. It's attack rows. Jesus. But those atoms will go into the next thing. And what matters for that thing is what's happening at that time to almost give it consciousness, to give it the existence. So you can take things such as physical, like a rock, and you can also take things as an action, like he says, a kiss. There is no difference, if you think of time, between a kiss and a rock, right? Because both of those things are the events that are happening now. At the moment. At yeah. the moment. And there's no distinction between the two because to make a in, moment in happen one, like a kiss... In one minute moment. It's two yeah. moments of existence. Yeah. It's two beings But doing. there's more energy in one than the other. 
So the rock has more energy, yes, right? Because it 100%. lasts much longer than the. Kiss. But to have yes. those kiss, you have the people, right? But once again, entropy. That kiss is giving off heat sure. due to lips oh, pressing, yeah. Yeah, right? Is. And so you're showing time, and what matters yeah. is what's happening during this time's entropy. You guys think I could shoot a crow with a nine millimeter? <laughs> 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 Not to find out. Let me tell you, I just Jesus. picked up. I've just picked up a kiss, a rock right here. <laughs> right. You know. Doing this outside was a great idea. <laughs> and, I still love it. And now I we got it. that nature. So, uh, this is everybody, so everybody loves a crow call. <laughs> Listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you've made it this far oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to complain about a fucking crow. <laughs> oh, man. That's real. Okay. okay. I do feel bad about that, though. All right. Uh, For the audience, you know. I think we're about <laughs> out of notes, boys. Are we out of notes? Oh, shit. We might be out of out of topics. We might be out of time. Let me, what, let, what, uh, let me what's flip your, it. Hang on. Kozak, you've been thinking about this far longer than any of us. Yeah. What are your personal conclusions? My personal conclusion is that time... <laughs> Dude, that what was, did you hear? That was Dan's trailer. <laughs> Dude, I heard that crunch through the headphones. What'd you hit? That was Dan's trailer. <laughs> Dance. Oh, shit. Okay, you're going to be sleeping tonight. It starts raining. It's going to be leaking. Uh-oh. Oh, man. There, there's some things we can't explain yeah. about the uh, the dynamic here at Electric North. <laughs> you just, uh, you, you just got to experience it for yourself. Uh, yeah. Uh what I learn? What do I wait? What do I think? About what do you, what do you guys personal learn? conclusions? What is time? I I personally think that time is a side effect of consciousness. That without consciousness, there is no time. Yeah. And Jordan, it's, it's a. Oh, uh, sorry. No, no, no. Can you go? I don't really. I'm I'm talking out of my ass. Go ahead, Jordan. I, well, I, I think, think you're I, right. In a I way. think it's I think it's right. the only way to in which to interpret time is a consciousness. Well, because and, we don't. But we don't know what. A rocks. If, uh, I think a tree has consciousness. Well, what if like what that, if, that's being proven yeah. by like the the trees that are getting eaten from uh, giraffes in Africa send some sort of a pheromone or thing through the ground. I don't know what exactly they're using, but then it turns the leaves on the other trees more bitter. That's consciousness. Yeah. That's a that's an effort to survive. Yeah. And that's what consciousness is, I think. Well, and there's like uh, increased time. The mycelium network is fascinating. Where like a, a tree that has, I don't want to say birth, but like its seed has flown or floated like a mile away, and uh, a sapling tree has sprung up. Mm-hmm. And if that sapling, oftentimes is low being on nutrients, then, then through the mycelium network. The, the tree that spawned the sapling will send nutrition and energy. And that's been that's that's not woo woo, you know, hippie bullshit. That's been proven by studies at, at Harvard and uh, Stanford. Fact. Yeah, exactly. It's a scientific fact. And where I was gonna go is we we experience things in three dimensions, like we height, width and depth, right? But what if we're actually two dimensional beings? And that's why we only experience time as a progression. Can't like maybe our third dimension is false. It's only it's but only you don't it's a trick of our eyes and a like. There's also significant evidence that the universe is a hologram being projected out of a two-dimensional existence inside a black hole. So maybe we are actually two-dimensional beings, and that's why we can only experience time. What in, if we are in one direction in that? But no pinprick we, of the Big Bang. I don't know. 
Yeah, maybe, and it is maybe we're inside the next singularity. You don't think of time as only one direction because that means then you couldn't recall or have thoughts of the past. If time was only a four, yes. Well, hang on, this and that's, that's oh, how, this, there this we go. Is the there next we go. subject. Yeah. What is a memory? Because we have no memory of the future. Because it hasn't happened yet. But we have so a... So then, then time is the one-dimensional. But the past has but, happened. But, but right. we and have an idea remember. of what's going to happen in the future, which is where people Due to fear the past. It. Due to the memories. You only know the future because of the past. If you have no data, you can't predict the future. You have to have understanding of what's happening now and the past to predict the future. That's why it's interesting because what hasn't happened yet, we rely of all the old entropy. What I that, said. Yeah. Memory. But what is, but yeah. So what is memory? So the Time. more memory you have, the more understanding of the, the events you will have. Because as well. memory is events. You're remembering so if you, the if events. You can't remember, you're fucking. Oh, yeah. 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 But then what is time then? If you can't remember, then what does it matter what time it is? Because you're living in a world without... No, with no memory, then time doesn't progress. Yes. Yeah. But also there's this anticipation of the future. So what what is memory and what is anticipation? Well, that's like, that's what I mean. Like you, when you look forward and you have a fear or a, a not necessarily a fear, but a, I guess, yeah, a fear because you're moving off of fear, like... I'm driving a car and there's something in front of me. I will turn because I know if I don't turn, right. you hit the tree. I'm going to hit. Yeah. So there's but a fear of hitting this or that. So as you're steering into the future, you're you're operating out of a f- a fear, but that But that's what the third part of Ravelli's book is is why is time the way it is? And I think it, he nailed it because it's we constructed it because it has to fit our model. As human beings, the way our brain works, it is beneficial to think about the future and what it can have due to what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Planning for hot summers and cold winters is part of that planning idea. And to understand mm-hmm. what it means to have a kid and where you'll be in 40 years and maybe where they'll be, like, We've 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 created this model, this understanding, because it has to fit what time really is. I don't think we have the words or the correct definition. We are in our infancy, what we've learned in the last couple hundred years to what reality actually is. And we're getting better. But I don't think as humans, we fully understand what it is or have the tools or words to fully describe it. We all say we, we I won't. feel we won't until I we have feel. a database. Yeah. Until till we're we, until we're that what's that Tyler's thing where they're trying to turn everybody into robots. The AI oh, the, takes the, a the, that's another singularity. singularity. Yeah. yeah. Different different that, singularity. And, but, but that's that's until you find that, then you won't experience it. Yeah. And you won't be able to tell because you won't have all of the memory. And this is what I say all the time. I'm like, dude, just the fact that you add numbers and they always add up to the same thing or you take water at the same elevation at the same atmospheric pressure and temperature it boils at this thing time is something that we are on the press of understanding (laughs) and uh just like those things though it's it's something that's written it's a rule and i think time has so much of a factor i think the word evolution and time are the same thing like i say we don't have the right understanding or the words for these things but how we see progression and how we see isolated systems 
right? You're talking about the frames, the way we can cool off the room with the AC, but it adds more overall entropy. You can use forms of entropy to create more order, less disorder, even though it adds to the chaos of everything. I think evolution and creating these bubbles where things progress and you have random mutation, this is part of that fourth dimension of time that we don't understand yet, but we're starting to move closer because so much time affects our life. This time of year is when the crop grows. This time is how long it takes for a chemical reaction. This time is how long it takes a light photon to travel from the sun. So as we're understanding this and really breaking down what time is, I think it gives us a better understanding of just the order of the world and how we place ourselves in it. And to me, it, it's just, it's a last frontier that's like the fact we're able to have this conversation with no definitive answers. This is what the most brilliant people in the world are discussing. And they're bringing in math. Yeah, they're bringing in philosophy. They're bringing in natural sciences. Look at animal function and compare it to natural structure. But this is it, dude. This is everything. Well, hang on. Hang I, on. I, I was actually going to say the same thing word for word. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> yeah. Just learned that word this morning, yeah, boys. Yeah. Verbatim. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Jordan. Uh, when you start experiencing time as we are experiencing it, why is it sometimes on the same level and everything that you experience time and it feels longer? Yeah. So I'm in pain. Time oh, is yeah. slower yeah. than fuck. Or when you're yeah. bored. I'm. I need to get somewhere. Time is flying. I'm worried. Yeah. I'm. I have fear. Yeah. Like, so what is that? So maybe again. I think time is a side effect of consciousness. The more you're, the more you have the fear. Yes. The yeah. Faster the more time hurry you are. Also, put it into this. Back. Like, put it into relativity. The faster you, if I'm watching, the farther you're looking go, ahead. So maybe we should all try to live no. on Kozak time. Yeah, and that's why. That's why should. he's relaxed. If you're on Kozak time, Dude, you're never I'm, late. I'm never. Yeah. You're never he, have you yeah. ever been late in your life? No, never once. Because he's right where he needs to be. On time, right there, right when yeah. he needs to be. No, Jordan, you brought up a very interesting point, and I think this goes to the perspective, like going to the pole barn thing. Like, if you, I'm sitting here and I'm watching something go to the speed of light, it's going to compress in size. If you're living your life and traumatic events are happening, sometimes you get in a car accident and you're like, I saw the windshield and I saw this other car turn and all this ha stuff happen. And that happened in maybe two seconds, but you have 10 seconds of understanding. The faster things go in your mind, the longer they last. If you have a slow, boring day where nothing's happening, there's no chaos, there's no fastness of the input that's being put in your life, it takes forever. Just like the fucking the car going one mile per hour it's gonna take forever to get there right mm -hmm. i think that's the same thing with like you're saying like existence and observing in consciousness is that when you have fast things happening in your consciousness a busy day a busy week you're like jesus christ it's friday already you know but when it's a slow week you're hunting it's kind of like, well, I did this today, and it was nice. And then, oh, I reflected on the other day. I had a nice, full, long week out in the woods. Mm -hmm. But if you were chasing animals that whole time, and it's like, oh, I shot one, but it got away, and now I'm over here. And you're like, oh, my God, I was here a week. I felt like I barely touched it. 
Mm-hmm. I think time, the perception and these laws that affect time that we're talking about, when you apply them into your life and apply speed and how that affects your variability with time. And I mean the speed of your life, what's happening in your daily life, emotional life, the the, the, the things you sign up for, it's going to make things feel faster or slower. And mm-hmm. just something as silly as a book like this, I think you can apply mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I agree 100%. And that's why, like, it's interesting when you start thinking about, like, you know, emotions and what that does for you in your life and your um, relative feeling on time as it's moving. Because it's not changing. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. It's not not changing. But um, it it certainly feels like it. And then, you know, people are like, oh, time speeds up. And it's like... Is it speeding up? Or are you getting more responsibility? Are you? Are you? Is your emotional baggage building? It's, it's going faster, yeah. and you have, your yeah, life is going faster and, and, and faster with more to do. Because do this today, pick up the laundry now, and exactly. Then, yeah. and, but then that's where you look at people um, when you go on vacation. It's like ah, oh, oh, today, you know. And then you look back on it, you go, oh shit, that was just that just it wasn't long enough. The weekend wasn't long enough. Yeah. How nice was it to hang out with the guys and just like bullshit? Like, yeah, you're you're it, as you're experiencing it, it kind of feels like it's taking its time, but then you know. And at the same time, it's like when you have good times, it's like you don't want it to end. It's over yeah. so fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can start Monday with like a shitty day and then you have like childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that shit that happened a long time ago. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's it slows down. Yeah. And it, it sticks with you for a long, long time. time. It's yeah. hard to get. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. It, it, does the speed at which we live our lives kind of have like a correlation to the speed of the things around us in life? Yeah. Like, is that why I have so much gray hair? Yeah. I'm living a little too fast. But that, well, it, it's not It's not that you're living too fast. I'm you go. busy. You go, you're busy yeah. and you got stress and you have, you have, you have things that you're not supposed to necessarily have to experience. Or we're adding we're adding this thing that speeds time up this weight to life that doesn't necessarily need to be there. So when you look at people who can can relax and are just kind of chilling, it's like they just seem light and airy and just like you know, it's not it's not so fucking like heavy. Like life isn't just fucking heavy and like harsh. It's like oh, this is we're fine. Everything's good. Like and you can just you see a weight to them that, that's that, less. Well, hang on, that's lesser. interesting because sometimes I wonder if I were less driven, would I be happier? I don't know that you'd be. I don't think so. Happier, I know but, some but I, like but that. I bet you, <laughs> yeah. but I bet you that your your time would feel longer. Yeah, For sure. <laughs> I, I haven't been bored in years. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Will's. <laughs> yeah, I think I think He's happy. Yeah, yeah he I think is. your time would He's feel a monkey and shit. Like it would yeah. like it would be it would last longer. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like but that's that's who you are and that's what your consciousness wants, right? Like you're driving for things and not to say you shouldn't cuz you should, but I think at the same time there's times I'm where I'm also unhappy with slow time. I don't like slow time. I get antsy. Yeah, but you yeah. slow but you time, but that's more. but that's you, right? right. And you're creating right, right, like right. we said in the beginning like those memories that you're Yeah, or I, I guess I would but he's more, also but living more. Like, Just ah. the same Well, that's what I, that's what I was yeah. trying to say is you're creating wrinkles in which 
I'm in fitting time more into my short He's time. living at the top of Mount Everest, where the other guy's living at sea level. If you're fitting all you're this stuff more. into your yeah. 40 years where someone else is fitting a few things into the 40 years, you're speeding up time. Mm-hmm. You're getting more time out of life through experience. Sure. Between and what did points, we say I'm earlier? We're events. We're, we're not the yeah. things. We're the events. Yeah. So if you create a life full of events, right, yeah. you're creating a robust diverse life, life that is yeah. rewarding and memorable that's yeah. why it's fun to be here is right. because people are doing that, stuff that's that's how i'm going to justify not being able to walk tonight because my back's all locked up <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like i put too much in there yeah, yeah. diverse life huh? yeah. blink yeah. of an eye blink of an eye um i don't know time i've I, always liked it it's a weird subject no one talks about it. it's one of my fa- i yeah. i my favorite things to think about yeah yeah but uh yeah yeah it's, it's just it's even more fun to talk about, ain't it? <laughs> right, Jordan? Ain't it though? I don't think we solved the fucking. <laughs> no, thing fuck here. no, no. But neither did any of those books by the like the, the leading experts. <laughs> like their conclusions yeah. that we don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and these these are the guys who are leading in the field. Right? I think so, we got, I got a better grasp, to be honest with you. And, and actually, I got a little more clarity because I was pretty confused. Like I would have to read three pages and then back up and think about it and reread it and then kind of go, ooh, I don't know. Let's let's see if the next three pages bring a little more clarity. Yeah. And sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. But I was I was definitely swimming in the deep end with these. Well it would yeah. it was putting me into like rabbit holes where I'd like start thinking about what they're talking about. And it's like, oh yeah, that see, but that's relates why, to that and that those, relates to those that. Those rabbit like, holes are fun. Oh they're fun as that's hell. And that's why I, I was like telling I reading this I kind of stuff. Text Mike and I was like, dude, I gotta and I'm I obviously I'm an audible guy, so I'm listening to it, and then I'm like, I got fucking ten minutes in, and then all of a sudden I realize I've been listening for a half hour, but I've been thinking about the first ten minutes, so I got to like go back and then. But it's interesting, yeah, like, Chandra. Like, I want to put you in a trebuchet with the stopwatch. Yeah. Right? We got a little experiment here. Hold on. <laughs> See, but I'm right now. I'm reading a book on Ulysses S. Grant. It's like it's cool. It's about the Civil War, but it's like it doesn't make me have tons of questions. Yeah, Where yeah, yeah. this, it's like just reporting. These facts. are unique thoughts that come out of my own head from reading this stuff. It crea- kind of creates like. Because it, it, it gives room for interpretation of what is actually happening as opposed to when you're reading a history book, it is like, yeah. this is how it happened. Happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this happen. So you're, you're able to play with that. And know. it's more rewarding because it's like, I read that book and it's like, cool, I understand that. But then I read this and it's like, I have more questions, which makes me like it more. Yeah. It when, wants me, well, me want to like, understand When it. I was a kid... I used to take like 70 milligrams of Adderall and do math. <laughs> a beautiful mind. And dude, you want to talk about fun. This explains so much. <laughs> you want to talk about having a good fucking time? I would be so high on en- like endorphins and Adderall that I would like skip lunches and just sit there and do math because I was like, I feel so it's fucking good rain man right yeah. now. Oh. In, in Did you get an A? Please tell me you got an A. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, yeah they, they, you got they didn't D, grade me. They didn't like, grade I love me. it. They were just like, Jordan, you got it. You passed, bud. Every, everybody in that, uh, you know, eight-person class passed. Uh, uh, Even the guy with the helmet? <laughs> especially the guy with the helmet. Uh, <laughs> you mean our valedictorian? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking yeah. <laughs> the fly boys. <laughs> what they actually mounted his helmet for him on his graduation plaque. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they bronzed it. I was like, oh, I got third. <laughs> like, Fuck. 
Uh, and I only did that with one nut. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They bronzed that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for it. Fuck I asked for it, and they were like, no, sorry. I was like, they what do you mean? You? No, they wouldn't give it to me. They, they were like, yeah, source. I was like, biohazard. I was like, fuck you. Biohazard? Bio. Oh, bio. Yeah, I was like, it's not a Fire biohazard. <laughs> it's my nut. And it's yeah. in another room right yeah. now, which feels very strange. Yeah. You know? Think well, about that. A would part you be of wearing it on a necklace right now? I'd probably keep it in a little satchel. Yeah. <laughs> what if you sleep under it? Yeah, we'll go to the hardest up. worker in the room. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh. The testosterone that thing was producing was right. wild. All, the, all the wrestling kids at Juanita. Like, yeah, work is hardest worker in the I room. I got Jordan's today. nut this week. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I worked my nuts off. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh. Oh. So that was our book report. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was I going to say? I had a... <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we, it's been a good time. No, it was about the, the thoughts you get from thinking about something like this verse, cold hard facts of history or whatever. It's challenging. It, it, yeah. yeah. I can't... Well, there's room for interpretation of what you think, so you can go down the rabbit holes and have a wiggle room in which yeah. to like actually like explore ideas as opposed to like you think about... I, I read a a history book and the interpretation I get is like, I wonder what it looked like in the scenery that they were in. That's where my mind goes when I'm like doing any history stuff. I'm like, what did it look like? And that's my imagination trying to build a a scene at which it's happening, but that's it because everything else is just dialed. And then when you listen or, you know, listen or read something like this, it's like, holy shit. Like there's so many different possibilities that this could be because it's actually not figured out. So no. there's no true anything, and we don't have a a comprehension of what, you know, that fourth dimension is, and it could be anything. So you can no. just, your mind can wander in so many different directions, and it's fun. No. Isn't that kind of the fun part about jujitsu? It's like you never have it all figured out. If you had it no. all figured out, you'd probably quit, but... Says it's the black in, belt. Yeah, yeah. but all, I'm, dude, I'm the first to admit, I've, I suck, man. I'll, I get tapped out by people all the time. Maybe I put myself there, but no, I don't. I, it happens, and it's part of, like, you're figuring out this game that you don't know all the answers to. And it would the be day, boring if you did. The day I figure it out and I tap Greg yeah. out every time, it's like, I, I'm yeah. done. Why? I can't remember if I told you guys this or if it was on Greg's podcast, but the the day I lost interest in mountain bike racing was when I won a race. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's not that interesting anymore. Yeah. Because Kind of figured it out. Yeah. Because I yeah. wasn't, and then I ended, I ended up. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to have that drive. It is. It is hard to have drive when you kind of like have an understanding of things, and that's why, like, I think yeah. a lot of a people challenge. find yeah a challenge. Yeah. And so, coming to Electric North three years ago was what I needed because it's, now it's a new thing that I'm bad at, and there's so much to uncover and to unlock. Yeah. Yep. Especially hip mobility. <laughs> that 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 might never ever get there. Just listen to our podcast, the last podcast, and and listen never. Oh, Thanks. there's a lot of hip mobility oh. Uh, in there. Oh yeah. Apparently, I'm not eating enough ass. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I am. But <laughs> well, on that note, guys, leave us a review, and uh, we'll catch you all next time. Bye. <laughs>